I'm Jackie from Cape Town in South Africa. Andre from Brisbane. I'm Ben Weiner from Botswana. Jim Panton from Edinburgh in Scotland. I'm Lisa Bregnell from Christchurch, New Zealand. Nick Kidinji from Nairobi, Kenya. I'm Viggy from Tel Aviv in Israel. I'm Andy from Vancouver, Canada. This is Harish from Bangalore in India. I'm Brigitte Seiberstein from Frucht, the Netherlands. I'm Dougie Nisbet from Durham in the UK and you're listening to Run with Coach Parry. Welcome on to this edition of Run with Coach Perry. My name is Brad Brown. We've got the coach, Lindsay Perry, with us once again. Lindsay, how's it? Yeah, it's all good, Brad. How are you doing? Yeah, very good. Lindsay, this is a bit of time travel that we're doing here because uh, as we publish this, you and I are both pretty much on holiday. Uh, we thought we'd take some time off over at Coach Perry, but we didn't want to leave uh, our runners in the lurch, particularly in the build-up to Comrades 2019. So we thought we'd record a quick video just with regards to what people should be doing uh, at around this time of the year, particularly if they are looking at kicking on in 2019. Uh, it is important to take a bit of a break physically, but mostly mentally, is to, to get your head right and almost hit that reset switch uh, going into the new year. What advice would you give to runners? I mean, there's, I think they would probably fall into two categories. Those that are qualifying early in January, you don't want to take too much time off. And those that are qualified and, and maybe looking at running another marathon maybe late February. What, what's, the, what's the way to go, Lindsay? Yeah, look, exactly that. So we're going to split that into, into two groups. We've got people that are looking to qualify in uh, late January, early February, and they will be training pretty hard uh, over this period. And um, they will then take a break after they've qualified. So, I'm not too worried about those guys overdoing it now uh, because they will get that opportunity to just freshen up a little bit mentally and physically with a, a 7, 10, 14 day break after they've qualified. But the other group of people who have qualified already possibly have qualified recently so they have taken a bit of a break already and they may feel like they really want to take advantage of the bit of extra time, etc. that you do get in December. And those are the people that I say, look, Run, be consistent, get into your training groove, but don't go into flat-out training. Don't do too much um, training now because what will happen is that you'll arrive in January really fit, fit and strong, and then we've got six months where we've got to keep you you know, keen and interested. And, and invariably what then happens is that when you hit March and April and the really important training time, you're, you're actually a little bit overrunning um, and you, 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 you kind of start wishing comrades away. So... Get out there, do your four, five days of, of training a week, um, but just limit the volume slightly. Don't, you know, you don't need to be doing three hour training runs through December. Keep it all to, you know, your long runs to 20 ish um, kilometers. And then from January, that's where we will want to build up. Yeah, I've always been of the opinion, Lindsay, I've never wanted to peak for comrades in December. Uh, I want to save, save the best for last. Essentially, we'll save it for June. No, exactly. It's all about the 2nd of June and we can't, it's very hard to train really hard for seven months. Absolutely. Lindsay, let's talk about this time of the year as well. It's it's pretty, like as much as people are on holiday, it's family time and, and there's often guests around. What, what, what advice would you give to people to sort of get their runs in? Is it a case of do it when you can fit it in or wake up slightly earlier before everybody else and try and smash it out before, before the day gets away with you? Yeah, I'm an absolute fan of that on holiday. Get your run done in the morning and then it's done and it doesn't interfere with going to the beach late in the afternoon or the kids want to do a picnic um, in the late afternoon or as you said, you, you invite your wife or husband invites a few mates around in the afternoon. It, it, it then just becomes too easy to push that, um, that run aside and it also causes crankiness about your running with the rest of the family. So if you just 
get it done nice and early. It's done for the day. It really does mean that for the rest of the day you can engage fully, be with the family, um, and it'll make you and everyone around you happier. Lindsay, this time of the year as well, it's also easy to overindulge. You, you've got to be quite careful that you don't sort of hang out too long on the dark side because you don't want to undo all the hard work that you've put in over the last couple of months. So you hit January and almost feel like you're starting over again. Yeah, look, that really is a good point. And there are you know, a, a lot of runners run to make space for the booze. Um, but, yeah, I think it, it, you can very easily overdo it in um, – over the Christmas sort of New Year period. So again, I always tell people, you know, a lot of people will have a glass of wine or a beer or whatever with lunch. And you know, once you've you know, had the first one, you tend to just slowly keep going throughout the day. So you know, I, I try and save it for sundowners. Um, and that way you, you, know, you invariably end up starting north of, of 6 p.m. And that typically then means one or two, maybe three beers. Um, and that's not too bad um, and you don't the risk really is that if you're going to drink for three or four hours every day that you are going to put on three or four kilograms through this period absolutely unless you're in cape town then sundown is a bit of a problem because the sun only goes down at nine o'clock and for a lot of people that's way too late to start yeah. a monitor <laughs> or or if you are my friends you would argue that it's 6 p.m somewhere in the world <laughs> already so we can start <laughs> I love it. Well, if you are in the process of uh, laying the groundwork for an onslaught onto Comrades 2019, best of luck. Uh, happy festive season from all of us here at Coach Parry. Uh, and we hope that uh, 2019 is your best running year ever. Before we go, though, as well, we also want to help you achieve your goals. So uh, if you haven't yet, hashtag us on social media using the hashtag BiogenJourney, okay? Uh, we'll pick out one of those uh, every now and again, and you could win yourself three months' access to the Coach Perry online training platform. We will help you achieve those goals. So that hashtag, once again, is BiogenJourney. Be sure to check that out. And also check out our audio podcast, because uh, along the way, we chat to one of the guys we're helping, James Hobbo Hobson, uh, who recently did his first triathlon. He's building up to a half Ironman in Durban uh, in June next year. So definitely check out Hobbo's journey as well. He is going like a Boeing, uh, doing amazingly well. Uh, such an inspiring story as well. So definitely go check that out on Run with Coach Perry. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or any other podcast player as well. Lindsay, that's it uh, pretty much for 2018. It's been an amazing ride. And I think 2019 is going to be even bigger and better for, for all of us here. Thanks for all the work you've put in. And we look forward to catching up with you on the other side. Awesome, Brad. Yeah, and thanks to you as well. We've made a pretty good team, um, and the last three months have been epic. Uh, so, yeah, well done to you, and uh, here's to us for the next couple of years. <laughs>